Hello, welcome to the Genetic Podcast. I'm your host, JT McPherson. Uh, I have made other podcasts in the past, but I, I feel like I just went on a too political rant, you know? And I didn't really like it. So this is my new podcast. And I'm going to stick with the genetic theme because I like it. Uh, I feel like my personality is basically a genetic YouTuber because everyone has done it in the past, you know? I can't. <laughs> I might be original at some points, but, you know, I'm... I'm the most unoriginal YouTuber there is, and I wanna I wanna t- own that for sure. This is basically an emergency meeting podcast. Um, Jesus, I just ripped that out of Andrew Tate's goddamn thing. Even though that's basically what it is, is that's his name of his podcast. Uh, I feel like every YouTuber is getting his own podcast now. I guess I gotta step in, you know, because I'm generic. So. This podcast is basically dedicated to um, to sum up my opinion on Andrew Tate. I feel like I have stroked this long enough, you know. I feel like I and I need this to climax, all right. <laughs> but I feel like I think I need to bury the hatchet, all right. I, I'm not gonna keep on talking about this like some other content creators. I just wanna, I just wanna know. I wanna share my own opinions about him, all right. I'm not going to listen to anyone. I'm going to share you my own opinions and how I feel like Andrew Tate has affected people, all right? First off, I'm not going to say anything negative towards him. I'm going to respect him. I'm going to respect who he is, all right? No one like him has the balls to say the stuff he says, all right? Listen, there's none content creators that's big right now. And say the stuff that Andrew Tate's saying. That's the balls. That's the dedication he is. I can respect that, all right? And, hey, if he if he keeps on doing that, like, no problem, you know, if he's not doing anything racist, you know. Uh, but the problem is is how the things he says. So there's, there's a fine line between truth and satire. And there's a lot of content creators out there that like to spread truth and sometimes have a satire video. That's fine, but you have to make sure that your fans know it's satire. You must know that... You have to make sure that his fans know it's satire. Because if they don't know it's satire, you're going to have an only JS situation. And if you don't know what only JS is, basically what she did was... Um, she makes up like a bunch of like truth things like, oh, did you know this? Did you know that? But then one day she made a joke about like, you know, if a blind person is like dying and the service dog comes up to you and she's like, oh yeah, it could be a free wallet. um, If you follow the service dog, you get a free wallet. I messed that joke up. But a lot of people believe that she was trying to send that message. And like, honestly, that's kind of wrong because you your platform is basically the truth, you know. You're saying, Oh, did you know that no the human body can do this, you know? That that is your truth right there. You can't just switch to satire and joking time because then there's gonna be a lot of people who know if a lot of people's gonna think it's true, right? And a lot of people are gonna follow that method. And then there's people that like to post constant satire. And then when they do one truthful thing, it has to hit right. Right, all right. It has to be a situation that they were involved in or a situation that they do not like that they have to intervene and say enough is enough, all right? The, you can do that. You can have a satire com- community channel, whatever, social media, whatever. And then you come out saying, hey, I'm sick of tired. What's going on? Yeah, that's fine. You know, you just got to make sure you're not jokingly. You, you don't add jokes in the like the whole statement, you know? 
that that's basically what is my truthful like a truth slash satire line. But the problem is I don't understand if Andrew Tate's being satire. I don't understand, like, yeah, he could have, like, those truth moments, like, hey, a heart-to-heart moment, but then all of a sudden he goes off this rant, like, I don't want a woman pilot, I don't want a woman surgeon, you know, it's like, dude, what the hell, what, what, what are we talking about now, like, what the hell are we talking about? He just goes off these rants that just seem crazy, crazy, and that's why he blew up, blew up, the whole about, like, the heart attack things, like, get up, you know, just get up, like, it's fine. Go smoke, go drink, you know, get up. And then you go to the hospital. Like, that seems like a satire. But how Andrew Tate's perceiving it, it sounds truthful. And the problem is that his fan base is taking that truthful. So then when he comes up with that topic, you know, like, the woke left is taking his content out of context, you know. But that's the thing. My video of Andrew Tate, all those videos I found and put in my video was from his hates fan page because you know i'm not saying like they did it because they like the dude it's probably because they joined his discord and basically said hey if you post any andrew tate's content and get people to join the discord and pay money guess what you get more money that's the problem of hustlers university is it seems like yeah you go in there you good life advice how to make money but that's not the truthfulness the only people I see making money off of this is the people who's promoting his website, you know, promoting his Discord server. That's the only time I see money. But back on the topic, the only people I see Andrew Tate's content being out of context is his fans, and that's a big issue. That is a big issue because that's how I discovered Andrew Tate is because his fans, well, so-called fans, I don't know if it's actually truthful or not. And that's the thing. It's too many lies. It's lies on both sides. I don't I, I don't get who Andrew Tate is. Andrew Tate likes to exaggerate all of his past doing, like past life, you know. He said he came out and he was like uh, all cool and stuff and he the doctor didn't slap him, the he, he slapped the doctor, you know. That sounds insane. But like then at the same time he's finessing so much ennis uh, like he's putting so much energy how he's talking about that, it sounds truthful. And that's the dangerous part is, I don't know when Andrew Tate's being satire or not. And now, uh, I'm going to say this. How he describes masculinity and how he goes on rants about how men should love, like, love us, you know? We shouldn't be afraid who we are. I agree with that. I feel like it's been so long since someone has said that. And I agree with him. But at the same time, then those people are going to be interested in his content. Content. Then he's going to see the other content about him kind of basically saying negative stuff towards women, you know. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say he probably does that to women. That's what I'm saying is, it could be satire. It could be satire. I don't know. This could be all a game. This could be a misillusion, all right? He could have orchestrated all this. He could have orchestrated it. He could have been behind so many things and we don't know it yet. And I don't want to sound like a conspiracy nut, but how he acts, I feel like he's behind everything, man. He's in the shadows, all right? <laughs> oh, man, I, I kind of cracked myself up. Uh, I, but anyway, I, I just want to say this. I don't know when he's being satire or not. I don't know. And it's going to be forever if he's going to come out, you know. And like I was saying, 
I keep on getting sidetracked. I'm terrible at this podcasting. Andrew Tate could be good, really, really good to women. You know, we don't know that. Only time I see women that's really that said they've been treated well with Andrew Tate is basically the big celebrity stars on YouTube. Not really big anything, but pretty big, pretty big following. You know, but still, if I like, if someone like that, if someone does that behind the scenes, you know, and some like internet girl trying to get over there and try to expose them, you probably gonna treat him really well and really respectfully, so you can have a good name, like. So she can go back and have a good positive thing to say. But like I said, I could be wrong. It could be a satire thing. He he couldn't maybe he doesn't even own Bugattis, you know? He could have like a CGI of Bugatti in. Like, this guy's a mastermind what he's doing. He's a genius how he guns begun marketing, alright? And I'm not gonna say his frame and um his money is fraud, you know. I don't know. Like like I said, it's so mysterious who Andrew Tate is. I feel like the main problem with this is people was now really understanding. And understanding who Andrew Tate is. And we will never get a clear answer from Andrew Tate. We're never going to get a clear answer from his brother or his friends or anything. Because I'm pretty sure you go to Sneeko and Aiden Ross and whoever's been in his friend group or his uh, podcast group. They're going to tell you a whole different story each time. They're going to basically be the um, little boy who cried wolf. Somewhat like that. It's just going to change his story up to seem more like a man and stuff. And I have, like I said, I don't feel like I have anything against um, Andrew Tate. But let me just keep on going, all right? I I feel like I'm on a good concentration thing. I don't want to get sidetracked or not. I think the main issue I have is basically is, no, knowing if he's satire or not. Or, another thing is, him crying about losing his social media accounts. I know, I know, he didn't cry or anything, but he made an hour-long video saying that, Hey, I'm not a bad dude, you know, I'm not a bad dude, I donate to charities and stuff, you know, I build orphanages, I have a Tate Foundation, you know. But that's the thing, I looked it up, I have found nothing that's related to you. So you said the orphanage is named after you, the Tate Orphanage. I searched that up. I looked it up on maps. I looked at Romania maps, and I see nothing that says Tate, the Tate Orphanages. It could have been just like, you no. Know, it could be a different name, you know? It could The building could just be after Tate, but still, like, I... What? Like, he has no evidence backing this up. He's just saying it to say it, you know? And then he says the Tate Foundation. The only thing I found closely related to the Tate Foundation is called the American Tate Foundation. That's located in America and has nothing to do with Tate whatsoever. But the looks of it, because I, I saw the founders of it, and it does not look like Andrew Tate or Trishan Tate. So, so that's a problem. People just, I feel like people are just missing the point nowadays. They're missing the point that people can just lie through the teeth to make them look innocent. For example, James Charles, he he the only way he got out of doing those thing, horrible things under the underage kids basically is because like oh, uh, my mistake. I didn't know they're underage, you know. Well, but let me just like take some time off, you know, take some time off of YouTube, you know, so I won't be making any money, and then this video won't be making any money, and this and that, and then when yeah, 
And then, like, Andrew Tate would criticize him as much as they want. Sneaker wants to criticize him as much as they want. And I have no problem against that. No, I feel like James Charles has to be accountable accountable for what he's done. Because I feel like everyone just moved on from that situation. That was a big thing. Twitter was up in arms about the whole situation. Well, most of it. But then, the next thing is, but when Andrew Tate does it, I feel like no one really reacts to it, you know? And it's just so... There's double standards on both sides. No one knows this. There's double standards on both sides. It doesn't matter if you're far right, far left, left, right, libertarian, middleist, whatever. There's, there's double standards on both sides. And it just... It's getting out of hand, alright? There's... There's no more there's no more such thing as left or right. You have to be far left or far left. Uh, I'm sorry. Far left or far right. You know? And you have to be devoted for it. You have to be a devoted Christian. You know, I'm I'm talking about American politics here now. And then you have to be a leftist, you know, you have to yeah. What is this country coming to? What is this society coming to, alright? That's the problem. Is how is this society coming to? I feel like we need positive role models here. And Andrew Tate is not one of them. Because his content, his content can be taken out of context. And everyone will believe him. Doesn't matter if you with Andrew Tate or without Andrew Tate. You know, you will believe what he's saying. And like I said to his apology story. I feel like it's unfair that Andrew Tate. That was actually, you know, like... Like, actually going against TOS, you know? YouTube will say that. Like, he's legitimately going against TOS. It's not because some, you know, woke person on YouTube saying, You know what? I don't like Andrew Tate on this platform, so I'm just gonna ban him, alright? See, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all those companies you're banned off are private companies. They can do whatever they want. It's not the U.S. government. It's not the Romanian government. It's not NATO or UN or nothing. All right, they didn't ban free speech against you. All right, because matter of fact, I bet pretty sure you could just go outside and just talk to people in Romania or UK, whatever. You know, you can you can make it into paid events where people can come to you, and that's how you can make more money is pay events where you just stand there and talk about the same stuff you've been talking about for years. You know, but like still, I don't really feel like you were canceled. You were just going against TOS and. I'm, I'm not going to say Daz has done it because I know Daz hasn't done it because Daz is not the first person who talks about you. I feel like I feel like Daz's video is one of one of the videos that brought to light the whole situation. And I feel like there's so many YouTubers and I, I, might, I, might, I might sound weird for this, but there's so many YouTubers that dedicate their life to this platform. They dedicated the, 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 the colleges, the high school careers the, the careers that they really want to do, but then when they found passion for YouTube, they get shut down. Because, because you know, they did something so small and so stupid. And uh, they, they don't even, sometimes they don't even do anything at all to piss off YouTube, and they still get banned. But then when you say some negative crap on YouTube and Facebook and TikTok, whatever, and then you get banned, you cry like a little baby. It's pathetic. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of people feeling bad for you because you cried about losing your social media privileges. But it's hardworking individuals that their life has been taken away in seconds. The money, the career, 
the videos that they have passion for. It's not even about money sometimes. It's about the videos they put hours in, weeks in, months in, years in. They've been perfecting the video. They're perfecting their art. And they get taken away in seconds. And then when they try to talk about it, they'll be shut down. And YouTube won't even acknowledge that. But then you make a whole hour video and everyone comes running to your side. It just it sucks, man. It sucks that people who spent their lives and and they don't get a second look at. But then you, on the other hand, everyone's just like spamming L's to YouTube, you know. Some people really want that type of community. Some people want that positive community that doesn't really attack them, doesn't really do anything against them. But Andrew Tate just using that community to his advantage. It's make, basically making a mob, all right? Whatever they, he says, they're going to do it no matter what. I'd rather have fans than supporters. Because supporters are going to listen to everything you say and they're going to agree with you. Fans, they just watch your content because they love how you portray things. They love how you express your own art on YouTube. That's why I prefer fans over supporters. And you might think I'm wrong or anything, but I don't care. I don't want people got people looking at me, making edits of me, and then making baby eyes and making like... Oh, I just want, I don't want people to make me look like I'm some sort of savior to them. I don't want to be the homelander of the internet, all right? I don't want to be making a, like, basically flying in and then everyone touching me, all right? I want someone to come on my platform and laugh and enjoy my content. I want them to get inspired, inspired by that. I don't want them to express my opinions. I don't want them to state my opinions as facts. Because, damn right, <laughs> my opinions are not facts. I have really bad opinions sometimes. I can agree with that. Especially the, like that point where I made those quarantine COVID videos. You know, those were really bad takes. I can acknowledge that. That's terrible takes. It's because I didn't understand the situation. I was in middle school. I was a kid. I barely understand what the hell was going on in politics at then. Then. You know. That's just that's my whole opinion on Andrew Tate. I love that some people who actually take his positive things and actually put it hot. You know, that's the only thing I can respect. But then those same people that attack women disrespect them. Disrespect other people. Especially Sneeko. The only insults that Sneeko has is basically calling people fat or acknowledging that they, like, basically calling out what they know already. If Sneeko was listening or watching all my previous Andrew, uh, my previous Andrew Tate video or listening to this podcast right now, he's probably going to make be making fun of my speech impediment. And, like, dude, Jesus Christ, I understand. I, I talk terribly. I don't care. I don't care. Because XQ, XQC can talk terribly. And that's fine. That's fine. Because everyone loves him. Because he goes off these dumb rants. And no one understands him. But but I don't care. Because I understand this. I understand that I talk terribly. And i I known this from the day one. Because there's people, counts of people making fun of me. Because of my speech impediment. It, it's, it's the same old stuff. Honestly, if someone makes has a, a good combat and actually use my speech impediment in a good 
like come back against me, I will laugh and shake the hand and say, thank God you didn't say you talk funny or uh, make fun of words I say, you know, or make me look I'm some sort of stupid idiot, you know, because I, uh, like I said, I don't care about that. It's dumb things that people have said against me because I don't care. Honestly, I don't give. I don't care. I don't care that those type of people have said something negative towards me because they have nothing. <laughs> it's the same old insults over and over again. I'd rather go insane on how many times someone has said that than someone call me something on the internet. And that's another issue I really have with Andrew Tate's fans or friends is how they try to defend him, you know. They don't have logical debates no more. Andrew Tate's the one that kind of has logical debates, but he just rambles on and on and on. And then that's the only way how you can, like, the only way you can really intervene in those long rambles is that you have to scream and yell. And I'm not defending XQC because that's a terrible way to debate. He's a terrible debater, alright? I feel like he just should stick with Overwatch games, alright? I'm not saying that it because how he talks, you know, because believe me, I'm in the same I'm in the same arena, XQC. It's because he's not a good debate person. He doesn't understand patience. And trust me, I don't understand patience either, but I'm not gonna scream in the middle of a conversation when he's someone's talking. I'm not gonna scream I just dropped my mic. Look at that. Ugh. I shouldn't have made that weird sound. I'm sorry. But still, like, you, you cannot scream in the middle of a debate. But then the same goes with Sneeko and stuff. His only logical thing he can say is... <laughs> Racist stuff, or like just flat out calling someone fat, you know. That's it. I, like I said, if Sneeko's listening or watching my previous content, he's gonna say, "Well, you fall in this left, like, like far left pipeline, you know. You listen to other people, you know. You talk funny. You're fat. Like Jesus Christ, Sneeko, can you come up with better insults?" Yeah, it's funny. It's just funny. I feel like after this whole situation, it's just gonna, it's just gonna fade out. Honestly, that's that's the end for my part. Not really end for my podcast, but this is the end of the whole Andrew Tate rant. And I, I just like to say this new podcasting, I really want to get off the ground. I really want to expand my reaches on each platform, especially Twitch. I feel like I'm like, I feel comfortable to stream again. I, it's nothing really happened on Twitch. It's just some weird guy was in my chat one time and he just made me uncomfortable. And I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I don't really know how to explain this, but I just don't feel like. You know, stream on Twitch no more because the the things I hear what Twitch is doing it's just dumb. Like I watched a Didion video where he talks about how he got banned basically permanently, but then this girl who literally had sex on stream and you can see it gets a seven day suspension. 
and she do, she doesn't she doesn't care. Especially with most of these women on Twitch. Oh my god, I feel like yeah, it's definitely sexism, because that's that that's the only way they can bring money in is is letting certain types of women break basically TOS. And then, like, when someone actually does something on Steam, you know? Like, Gideon. Like, I feel like he was just in the heat of the moment, all right? El Bozo. I wouldn't mind if someone spam El Bozo in my chat. But still, that's sending a hate party, and that's against TOS. And I feel like that should have been a week, less than a month banned, all right? Not a permanent ban. But then when you have girls, you know, basically having sex on Twitch... And then it's a seven-day ban. Jesus Christ, Twitch. What the hell has gone into you? And I know it's never been perfect, but Jesus Christ. And it, it could have been for other creators, too. I feel like other creators have done something bad, but then they just turn a blind eye to. And then Gideon, because certain types of people hate him, how he acts and stuff. Yeah, it's just... So much stuff is changing. I can't really take a break nowadays because I feel like if I take a break, I'm just going to miss something. I'm going to miss how something changed and how I couldn't have been there when they changed, you know. It's kind of weird. It just feels like time's flying so fast, you know. I'm going to tell you a story that just sounds weird, you know. When I first learned about World War II and... I'm basically in my, like, how I'm basically closely related to a bunch of, basically, war heroes that served in World War II. I realized that I feel like I had to look up, you know, I had to be the person, like, I had to be the next generation of, you know, military. And I still, I still think I'm joining the military, you know. But, like, seeing the atrocities that these other countries are doing, and by the looks of it, we're probably going to get involved in, no matter what. It makes me feel like more like a coward because I don't want to go over there and fight. I don't know if it's the propaganda they've been teaching us, but I felt like when I was a young age, I felt like I had a moral duty, you know, a destiny to fight in the next world war. And I'm saying, if World War Three comes around, I'm going to be in it. I'm going to be fighting. I'm going to fight for America, you know. But, like, what's the point now? America is done for. You know, there's no doubt about it. It's done for, for now. I don't think it's going away. But you you cannot be on the right lane or left lane and say this country is going the wrong direction. Because it is going the wrong direction. It's not because the country is going woke. It's because how it, it's acting. Instead of actually, you know, fixing the homelessness, people going under in the middle class, I feel like the government wants to shift, uh, like, like what we're thinking about into something dumb. I'm not saying human rights is dumb or anything, but still, it's perfect timing, you know. God, I feel like a conspiracy theorist, but it's true, you know. It's true what they're doing. They're trying to make shift our blame in our thoughts to someone else, and then they're gonna do the dirty work that they always do. They always do, you know. There has never been a clean president. If there's been a clean president, guess what? He's probably has done something in the past to clean his record, alright? Because I feel like every time a president goes in office, they pardon the friends, they make sure that 
the government doesn't look into the friends or them, and they gotta do some sketchy stuff at the end, and they gotta make sure they get reelected again so they can cover up the sketchy past. You know, that's that's what all presidents done, and it's never gonna stop. All right, and yeah, I got dove into politics. I don't really want to talk about politics, you know. I feel like that's just a a dead rat, you know. A dead rat stinking up the place now. No one was really worried about the rat running around, you know. But then when the rat was actually making a smell because it died, that's when people started worrying about it. Yeah, so my future plans of this podcast is basically is I want to get a co-host. That's my big plan is get a co-host. It could be whoever they want to. Anyone that's interested in co-host, please contact me on DMs or Discord or whatever. Because I don't mind if there's some random dude. Well, I, I do mind if it's a creepy old dude, all right? But like friends, family, whatever. Come join my podcast. I'll be happy to. And also, I really want someone to be my... I want my first guest on this podcast in the second episode, all right? I don't know what I'm going to do with my episodes, you know? This is just a quick episode because OBS... OBS is not working for me right now. And I feel like, god damn it, I got I to gotta fix this, you know? So I'm going to see what the problem is. And I'm going to see how I'm going to fix this. So, yeah, this is basically the first test run. I made other podcasts, and I hate it. I hate my other podcasts because they're so cringy. And so I want a co-host. That's my big goal is a co-host for the next episode and maybe a guest uh, guest person. Like, hey, maybe I can get Andrew Tate, you know? Let me just contact Andrew Tate and see if he can join the podcast. Well, anyway, thanks for listening. And I know I kind of went deep there. I didn't really mean to it, but, like, I'm sorry. I, I don't know where I'm going at. I feel like podcasts should go deep into conversations like that. But I want a co-host, all right? Everyone, anyone that's listening to this right now, I want a co-host. So, please enjoy this on YouTube because this is going to be a preview. I'm going to make sure I post this on Spotify, um, Pandora, all that type of stuff. You know, I'm going to make sure all this goes on to basically big streaming services. So anyway, thank you, and please like and subscribe on my YouTube, because like I said, this is going to be a preview. If you want me to post this on YouTube, if you want me to get footage, you know, me actually talking, please let me know in the comment section down below. Anyway, i see you in the next one. Bye-bye.